sheep, goats. Or maybe it's sheep, goats. <clears throat> I grew up surrounded by the imagery of this particular gospel. In fact, this is one of my favorite liturgical feasts of the year, the Solemnity of Jesus Christ, the King of the Universe. In my home church at St. Bonaventure in Rayville, the windows in the nave where we sat as a congregation were surrounded by a depiction of this particular gospel. And so every year when we proclaim this gospel, the imagery becomes very much real and very alive for me. And I think that this year, 2020 of all years, a year when we have a pandemic and one of the most divisive presidential elections in our history, we need to take pause and listen closely to those words and ask ourselves, are we going to be separated into sheep, the side with the sheep, or with the goats? Because people around us are hurting more today than they probably have any other time in their lives. And we have an obligation as Christians, as Catholics, to reach out and to assist them in the healing process. There are those among us who are feeling imprisoned because they haven't left, left their homes hardly at all except for maybe a doctor's appointment or an occasional uh, trip to the grocery store since March. Would it kill us to pick up the phone and call a neighbor or a relative or a friend who's in that situation and just check in and say, how are you doing? We have people in our community who are sick from a variety of illnesses and diseases. The same thing, we may not be able to be able to go and visit them, but we could pick up a phone and call. And the list goes on. Jesus invites us today to prepare ourselves for his coming. Whether we live long enough for him to, to come in the glory that's described in today's gospel, or we meet him one-on-one -on -one in our own personal judgment, that day will come. And if we really want eternal life with him in heaven, these are the seven first questions he will ask. Did you feed the hungry? Did you give drink to the thirsty? Did you clothe the naked? Did you visit the sick? Did you bury the dead? Did you visit the imprisoned? I hope that all of us, at some juncture in our lives before it's too late, can say, I did everything I could to help the people around me. Not only family and friends, but the stranger as well. Because, by, but because of our baptism, we are asked, we are commanded to see Christ in the other. We are commanded to treat others as we would treat the person of Jesus. If he were standing in our midst. And we come to church not because, I hope, solely of obligation, but because we want to become more like him. We want to be Christ to others 
and allow others to see Christ in us, in all that we do. Yesterday I, afternoon, I made a quick trip back to Elgin to pick up my annual order of St. Boniface Bazaar sausage. It's safely in my freezer, and I have the key in my pocket, so stay away. <clears throat> and on the drive, I was thinking about Thanksgiving, which we celebrate as our na a national holiday this week. And I thought, you know what? Even in a pandemic, I have a lot to be thankful for. I'm thankful for the people of my seven churches and five parishes and two schools. I'm thankful for a parish staff at each location that is able to get the job done even in adverse circumstances. I'm thankful that I have a faculty and staff and administration at both schools that are able to weather the storm. Quite frankly, I'm thankful that we're still in our building, buildings. Mr. Havronik and I had kind of a side bet going of how long we would be able to hold in-class, in-person sessions, and we've both lost the bet so far. Might have to renew that tomorrow. I'm thankful for all the parishioners in, on all of our sites that step up to be EMHCs, lectors, who clean our churches, who move snow, who mow lawns, who do all those things behind the scenes that nobody ever thinks about that need to be done. Those who decorate our churches for holidays and for seasonal liturgies. For those who assist with marriage preparation, serve funeral lunches. I'm thankful for family and friends who support me. I'm thankful for associate pastors who can get things taken care of without a lot of direction. I'm thankful for crying children. I'm thankful that we're still able to gather, even in reduced numbers, to celebrate liturgies. I'm not so sure how long that's going to continue. I suspect that by Christmas time, for sure, it will be me and maybe Deacon MJ and a musician or two uh, celebrating Mass in front of a camera again. I'm thankful for the country that we live in, the freedoms that we have. Even in a, in a time of pandemic, we have all have much to be thankful for. And let's not waste the opportunity to express that, even if it's only to God, because all that we have is his gift to us. And he simply asks that we share the same gifts with others.